The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. We are about to head to chatter of more impeachment news, but I just want to get through a couple more texts because you are being so honestly enlightening, just just kind of taking us into what it's like to live in a rural area, what it's like to live on the farm, what it's like to, to deal with things when the police are not 10 minutes away. Janice says, I live in a rural area. There are neighbors around me who have been robbed more than once. They have not been here yet, but I'm always paying attention to sounds at night, especially when they come in the daylight too. There's a group of thugs who are known and have been caught, but are taught who are free to taunt some of the farmers they've stolen from. It's so frustrating, Janice says. Last week, there were two armed men stuck in the field who began walking around and no one knew where they were. Another listener from Edmonton says when seconds count, police are minutes away. No one can guarantee you tomorrow but yourself. Criminals aren't scared because they're, quote, a protected class. This criminal suing Edward proves it. What a country we live in where criminals can sue the victim. We're going to turn to news coming out of the United States. House Democrats have subpoenaed U.S. President Donald Trump's personal lawyer, Rudy Giuliani, for documents related to his interactions with Ukrainian officials. The House Intelligence, Foreign Affairs and Oversight and Reform panels announced the subpoena today as they're examining, of course, Trump's efforts to have Ukraine investigate political rival Joe Biden and his family. He assisted in that effort. The Democrats have also requested information from three of Giuliani's associates and Jackson Proskow is here with the latest. Hi, Jackson. How are you? Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Uh, another crazy day in Washington. It is, and then sort of in the last half hour, we've had a remarkable number of stories that break here. Uh, you know, Giuliani being subpoenaed, and this revelation now that uh, the president pressured the prime minister of Australia perhaps to help intervene and investigate the origins of the Mueller probe. That's another instance of the president using his power to influence a foreign leader to his own political outcome. And on top of that, reports suggest that the Secretary of State was on the phone call between Trump and Ukraine's president, in which uh, he was seeking dirt on Joe Biden. So uh, it's been a busy half hour. Yeah, Jackson, to me, this is, (laughs) it's a circus. You're in the middle of it all the time, but this is really starting to look and sound like a series of House of Cards. Like, every day there's something new, and all I can picture is Frank Underwood making a phone call to somebody else or trying to to dupe even lower than he has before. That's what's happening here. Yeah, I think what's so remarkable about this is the pace that this is all happening. It all seems to be falling apart incredibly fast. Uh, There's some fresh polling out this afternoon that suggests that support for the president, even among Republicans, is at this point uh, somewhat tepid. Uh, There's been a 10% increase in the number of Republicans who say they support the impeachment inquiry. American voters as a whole are perfectly split right now on the overall question of whether Trump should be impeached and removed from office. Just in the last week, that number's gone up by 20%. This is happening so fast. Jackson, why are those numbers finally increasing? Because we've been through a similar song and dance with President Trump in the past, and it sort of just faded away, but this time it really seems to be sticking. I think what's different this time around is that it's an easily digestible scandal. You know, the the Mueller probe and the Russia inquiry was always very convoluted. There was no direct link found to President Trump, for example. But here you've got clear instances, now more than one, of the president using his office, using his influence to pressure foreign leaders to dig up dirt to benefit him politically in the next election. That is exactly what the Mueller probe was litigated over. Now it is cut and dry, and more and more instances seem to be popping up about this. And I think the average American is one 
wondering if this is what Trump has admitted to, because he's come out and admitted to the, the dealings with Ukraine. What is he not admitting to? Jackson, what have you heard on, on your end President Trump's take on things so far? I know he was tweeting a lot earlier today. Yeah, I mean, he continues to come out and say that this is a witch hunt, that it's misguided, that the real corruption there is involving Joe Biden, which we should point out there is no evidence of that. Uh, but I think it's also taking kind of a deeper, darker tone here. On Twitter, Trump, uh, as you've probably well seen, is hinting that this might lead to a civil war if he's removed from office. Today he came out and said that he is working to uncover the identity of the anonymous whistleblower who brought all of this to light. Well, that whistleblower is federally protected. They're entitled to have their identity kept secret as somebody who is bringing forward uh, that type of information. They're entitled to be protected from reprisals. And that here you've got the president of the United States saying that person should be identified and saying that he has a right to, to meet that person. So how did uh, Rudy Giuliani get dragged into all of this? So you have to remember that Giuliani has been acting as Trump's personal attorney throughout this and essentially doing Trump's work for him. Uh, Giuliani had been seeking to work with foreign governments, including Ukraine, to dig up dirt on Trump's political rivals. And so Giuliani has put himself front and center in all this. Can we go back for a second about Trump requesting to meet with the whistleblower? I just like, does it, I don't, I don't want to sound cruel to President Trump, but does it at times seem he's not understanding like the protocol of things? I don't know if it's that he doesn't understand or that he doesn't care to understand. Uh, I mean, if you if you have to think that he's using his office to benefit his own political interests and not the nation's, what's to stop him from demanding to meet with a, a whistleblower who's entitled to federal protections? What are the realistic chances of carrying this out through the entire process just because of the date of the 2020 election? Are, are a lot of, of Americans questioning whether they're Republican or, or Democrats, whether this is worth the time and effort and money? Uh, I think, you know, things have changed here, and I think you're going to see a resolution to this potentially before the end of the year. I mean, we could see a, an impeachment vote before uh, U.S. Thanksgiving at the end of November. So this is all happening very fast. And I think at the end of the day, uh, most Americans, uh, Republican or Democrat, would support upholding the rule of law and the role of the presidency, even if it's politically inconvenient for them. How are those Republicans on the elite level taking things? I know you mentioned in the polls that he's not faring well but but are those closest to him showing any signs of of breaking in any way well this is what's so interesting uh, we have not exactly seen a rush of republicans rushing out to defend trump here what we've seen are sort of the handful of usual suspects so a couple of prominent senators who are always there to defend trump a couple of white house staff that's it and even those who are coming out to defend trump uh, even on Trump-friendly media outlets like Fox News seem surprised at the questions they're getting and the sort of talking points they've been trying to use are, are quickly falling apart here. That is the voice of Jackson Proskow, who is doing excellent work for us as the Washington Bureau Chief for Global News. Thanks, Jackson.